Hello everyone, welcome to episode 156 of QA Sailing Online. I am QA myself, Queen Amorm, and today I'm going to talk about the risks and rewards of selling electronics online. This is an answer to a question that came in directly from Australia, and I'm going to read it because I really like this. I recently found your podcast on Spotify, so please excuse me if this has been addressed already. I have a lot of catching up to do. I live in Australia and I am researching a home electrical appliance to be sold through Amazon Australia FBA. I believe there is a high demand and little competition from sellers native to Australia. Before I do the hard numbers, I would like to know your thoughts on whether an electrical product is too ambitious for a new seller to take on, i.e. Is the risk of potential electrical defects worth the monetary risk returns? Oh, sorry, the monetary risk with returns and refunds? To clarify, the product would be sourced from China. Can you advise on any other risks or rewards you may be aware of when importing such a product? Have you done one yourself? I would love to hear from you. Thank you for what you do. I really enjoy listening to your podcast. Please feel free to air this if you wish. Regards, Carly. First, let me tell you why I like this so much. One, Carly is one of my top favorite names ever. That I really like that name. Two is listening on Spotify from Australia. I just checked my podcast stats recently. Australia is now the top uh, third country in the world where I have the most listeners. It is USA, Canada, and then Australia. And it used to be Japan, but Japan is now down to fourth, I believe. So thank you, everybody in Australia that is listening. I really appreciate this. I really uh, love seeing the stats where, where people are from. And thank you, Carly, for this great question. So let's talk about the good, the bad, and some of the things that you should know. Now you say on your message that you will be importing from China. So I'm assuming you're going to be doing private label. And if that's the case, it's going to make things easier for you because you will not be dealing with brand restrictions or used items with deficiencies and stuff like that. So that's one positive about it. Another positive is that selling electric products can be a huge moneymaker because people just love buying them. And that, that's just a fact. Now, you have to make sure that your product gets inspected. And uh, before leaving China, you got you get you got to get your inspection done. You also need to let your vendor know in China that any broken or defective items or any returns that you get from your customers, you want them to be free in your next order. Okay, then. Another important thing is to make sure that your items are nicely protected when inside their package. So there's, uh, you know, Amazon does a drop test. So you got to make sure that your product can withstand this six foot drop test. And this is just to make sure when UPS or whoever does the deliveries for them in Australia, um, is going to deliver a product that even if the box is a little bit damaged the product inside is still nicely packaged and protected and then in some cases you also need humidity resistant package 
in, in case your product is sensitive to moisture that's you know something to look into and then it also depends if your product is going to be shipped to you from china and a sea can or if it's coming by plane and of course if it's coming on a sea can it could be exposed you know it's going to be over the ocean for 20 something days i don't know if it takes the same amount of time to australia but uh, probably probably maybe more i don't know uh, also if the product is rechargeable so if the product is rechargeable it means it has a built-in battery Therefore, Amazon will consider this a dangerous goods. It's going to want a dangerous goods form, which is a hazmat form. At the time of filling your FBA shipping form, they will give you this form to fill. And then if you haven't done so in, up until that date, it can take a week or two, um, you know, delay to, to, get, to get them to just address the fact that you have filled your form and you're good to go. So get to that early <clears throat> now the if it's the electronic category this is very competitive and mainly it is competitive because sales are very good in this category but the majority of sellers on this category will never see page one they'll never see page one ranking therefore they'll never see really organic sales now everything will have to be done through ppc unless you find this a niche inside the niche now when you go now to another subcategory and your product is different than most and you have a really good chance there uh, for example if you find an an add-on to a product that everybody has now that and of course not cell phones okay not cell phones because uh, the cell phone case one is super, super competitive. Now, electronic products uh, are exclusive to each platform where you send them to. For example, if you want to sell in, in the USA, uh, let's imagine a DVD player, it will not work in Europe because uh, the settings, the power settings of each one of those countries. Uh, Canada, USA have 110 volt. Uh, in Europe, uh, the countries that I know have 210, 200, sorry, 220 volt. And plugs are different too. And then, of course, the same applies to Australia, where the main voltage in Australia is 230 volt. So it's same pretty much as Europe, and it's the 50 hertz. So you got to make sure that your manufacturer knows this, and you got to tell them that it is for Australia. Is not for North America because they assume that is the default and even send them a picture of the plugs that you have there and then of course you're gonna get a sample so when you get your sample you're gonna see if they actually sent you the right one for for Australia and then uh, I don't know why I'm saying it last this is probably the most important one is to know that Australian law okay there there's three levels of equipment for simplicity they're actually called level one level two and level three so that's very straightforward in 2013 or 14 ess and uh, started up in queensland and they introduced some rules about importing electric equipment to australia and then a couple years later those rules actually spread over to the western australia as well eess is the electrical equipment safety system now so you make sure 
the you you look into that do a do a search for the EESS make sure you read all about it and there's a electrical regulatory authority council and they have an, a website which uh, let me give me one second I'll pull this up and I'll actually I'll add it to the show notes as well and it's just okay here we go erac.gov.au and that is the website for the electrical regulatory authorities council and it will explain to you what you need to do to get your product certified if you're allowed or not allowed to import it because maybe that should be the first thing to do because if if you're not allowed then you don't have to waste your time getting samples or doing anything else but then again if you are allowed and if you can follow every single rule and regulation for the country where you are selling at, in this case, Australia, then in that case, I don't see anything, any reason why you wouldn't sell something that could potentially be a top seller. I personally like that category. I personally have a couple products that are in that category in, in the United States. I only have one in Canada. In the States, I have a couple. Although the, the rules, the laws in, in Canada, in the States are pretty close, are pretty similar, except with the exception of the label, because the Canadian label needs to have two languages, the French and the English. But that's kind of the little stuff that you have to see for your own market, for your own platform, what you need to do. And when it comes to the product itself, if you have a good product, if you have good quality, if it passed the inspection, and if you can fulfill all the rules and regulations of that country and the platform itself, I don't see any reason not to sell it. With that being said, I want to thank you again, Carly. I want to thank everybody from Australia, everybody from everywhere else that listens to the podcast. I'll actually read to you my top 10 countries. This is very exciting to me. I know to you guys it probably isn't, but number one, the United States, and number two, Canada. Number three, Australia. Uh, number four, the United Kingdom, five, Japan, six, Germany, seven, Ireland, eight, Switzerland, nine, Saudi Arabia, and ten is others. So, unfortunately to me, I don't have the breakdown of this others, and I requested it, so hopefully by tomorrow I have the full list. And um, anyway, I want to thank everybody for listening, and I hope you enjoy the show. So, for me to know if you do enjoy it or not, Go ahead and leave me a review. Then I will know your opinions and feel free to ask me anything. Go to qasellingonline.com. You can ask the question there just like Carly did. And I will get back to everybody. So thank you and have a great day.